Welcome to Bald Logic Podcast. This is your host, Jody Dice. I want to welcome you to episode A. It's always glad to have you with us today. And every week, we ask you to be sure to subscribe to the podcast, uh, give us a rating, and also share it on your social media. Uh, let's get as many followers as we can. We are starting to see a larger number of subscriptions, and we're starting to see the podcast go worldwide now. Uh, our stats are showing us that we're in several different countries, and so we're really appreciating that and enjoying that. So we thank you for being great listeners. Uh, thank you for being a part of the Bald Logic Nation. And so today we just want to sit back. We're going to have some serious discussions and maybe a little fun. Our guest today is actually a very good friend of mine. Uh, he worked with Free International as well as I. He also is one of our school assembly presenters in the Say Something School Assemblies. Uh, Andrew has spoken to thousands of students around the nation, either through schools, camps, and other settings. Uh, he's just a great all-around guy, uh, and he's actually a hero of mine. Uh, he's been married to his wife, Ashley, uh, for several years now, and he has two beautiful kids. Uh, you'll learn more today as we talk. He's actually started a, a new series, a new thing that he does where you can actually subscribe and learn about uh, raising kids in a sex trafficked world. And we're actually going to talk a lot about that today. So if you would, would you welcome Andrew Dawson? Man, glad to have you on the podcast. Hey, what's up? Yeah, man. Thank you so much, dude. Good to be here um, on the Bald Logic podcast today, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Technically, you don't qualify for this. You got the pretty head of hair. So, uh, you yeah. don't make it on the bald part, but hey, if yeah, we shaved it, it would be there. It's you're not, you're, you, yeah, yeah. So there's this isn't on film, so people don't know that. So you didn't have to say that. So. Uh, yeah. I like to be honest <laughs> because there's only a few perfect heads, and then everyone else uh, is just hit under hair. Whatever, man. Whatever. I'll be there soon. I got the receding hairline. It's coming. It's coming. About about 55. I think it's gonna hit. So, oh yeah. So Andrew is in Grand Junction, Colorado, and so I'm in good old Mississippi where we just uh, got through with a tropical storm that rolled through, so we got to enjoy some a lot of rain and a lot of humidity and tropical moisture, tropical heat. How's things in Colorado? Man, they're, they're good. The weather here has been so perfect this spring, um, and the national parks have been open, so we've had the opportunity to get out and enjoy 70, 75 degree weather. You know, we've had some cold fronts come through obviously, but man, it's been so good here in the Western slope. You can't beat it. It's as close to perfect Southern California weather as you can get in Colorado. This is the, this is the spot for it. So yeah, man, we do, we've been, you know, hunkered down as much as possible during COVID, but uh, um, you know, as much as possible sneaking out, uh, getting into the Hills and stuff. So it's been, been excellent man so i do miss i do miss though that uh mississippi mississippi weather uh gosh the the food i i gotta get back down there soon man i'm missing it big time so as soon oh, as yeah, this opens man. up i'm coming <laughs> hey, we, I, uh next weekend just just to throw out for you uh we'll be frying catfish just kind of i'm there. on it i think flights <laughs> are cheap so i'm in it man i'm on Hey, yeah. man, I have a thing I like to do with all my guests. It's kind of like a 60-second 
uh, brainstorm quiz question. I just like people to, to see what you have to say on these things. And so I'm going to throw you some questions. First thing comes to your mind. I want uh, you answer it and we may expound on why you said that answer. Okay. So are exactly. you ready? I'm, I, th I guess probably not, but yeah, let's go. What's your favorite way to waste time online? Ooh, that would be a downward spiral of those Facebook videos. Like you click on one video and then the next one starts or you just scroll up. That's probably my favorite is just scrolling through stupid videos. And then you wake up like, a, you know, 20 minutes or half hour later and go, wow, I just wasted half my life. Um, yeah, totally. Just watching random videos, man. That's the best. <laughs> hey, hey. I can sympathize with that. Mine's can I admit that? Can I admit that? Is that like intelligent? But hey, mine is the Instagram TV. Oh yeah, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. You just get lost, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm, right oh. now, I've been stuck in the Major League Baseball ones, you know, where it shows like batters getting beamed with balls one after the other. Oh yeah. And so oh, yeah. and one ends and you're stuck into another, and all of a sudden I realize I've just sat here for an hour and a half. And yeah. Watched. Oh yeah. I got. Oh, it was. Um, it was these catchers. I watched the same thing MLB because I miss baseball like crazy, man going to the minor league games here. Everything's been shut down. I got hooked on a, a baseball, um, yeah, downward spiral. And it was these catchers, uh, man, who were just making these unhuman throws to second base. Just oh, I think amazing. I saw that one. Oh, my gosh. It just makes me miss baseball so bad, dude. I'll uh, tell you one that had uh, – I watched one video, and it got really, really good for me, is they, Nick Hunley was in it like – eight times oh, yeah. where yeah. either he was getting charged at the plate or either he was charging the plate coming home. And I'm like, I sat in dude's Jeep, you know, in Las yeah. Vegas doing human yeah, trafficking. That's stuff. right. Yeah. He's worked with us. Yeah. yeah that's cool. That's, right. that's cool. What's yeah. Your, I'm, I'm, I'm missing baseball. Yeah. All right. Next question. What's your favorite Olympic sport to watch? Ooh, that's the one with the, Oh, I know this is stupid. This is cause I, this is dumb, but it's the, um, it's like the big round thing on the ice and they have these little curling. Candles. Curling. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hilarious. I, you know, it's, you know, that got invented in the North on like Lake Michigan with a bunch of dudes sitting around, you know, drinking beverages. They shouldn't be drinking probably on the ice. And I'm so, Hey, check this out. <laughs> I'm waiting for cornhole to be a, an Olympic yes. sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's very I'm totally similar. Down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love the Olympics though. Yeah. I love watching the Olympics. Nice. What was something courageous that you've in person seen someone do? Most courageous thing you've seen someone do in person. In person. Mm. Ooh, that, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, besides like some fights in high school, <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting my butt saved by, uh, by uh, a friend or two. Um, gosh, the most courageous thing. Mm. Um, I can't think of anything right now, man. I'll think of it later, but trying to think i've had a pretty boring life actually uh gosh it would have to be um, walgreens parking lot meridian mississippi yeah yeah <laughs> probably yeah probably like my wife um saving like my daughter from choking or um some uh first responders coming in and just um you know, just fearlessly helping some people out of a wreck um, that we come up on an interstate, just stuff like that. Like a couple of those instances. Yeah. I can't think of anything like right off the top of my head, but that's really cool. Sorry, man. That was a bomb. That was a bomb. <laughs> my bad. Last question. <laughs> if you could be any superhero, who would it be? Oh, that's easy. Nacho Libre. 
<laughs> uh, technically not a superhero, but come on, you know. I mean, that's what it's about. Go away, read some books. So. Nacho Libre. I love Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> I used to show a clip of him in uh, school assemblies about being a hero. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that would that would work good. Yeah, it, he's just such a good. You know, it's Nacho Libre. I've seen the movie a million times. It's hilarious. Um, it's got the Lord's teeth. So you know. There you oh, go. Yeah. Well, man. <laughs> uh, Andrew is where I was uh, 20 years ago. So it's, it's really cool to kind of step back and watch. Andrew has, uh, as I was talking about in the introduction, he has uh, two small daughters and his YouTube channel is, and his, uh, he started a thing where he's talking about uh, raising kids in a trafficking world. And, and we've been talking a lot on, yeah. on several of our episodes about raising kids and um, y'all lived in Vegas for a while. Y'all just yeah, yeah. last year moved back to Grand Junction, Colorado. So mm -hmm. when he says raising kids in a trafficking world, this can go twofold either direction. Just the very That's, fact oh, yeah. that these are times that we're talking about, that trafficking is very prominent in, in these times. But you literally mm -hmm. in one of the worst places in the world for our human trafficking raised two kids there. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so wild. Um, and we moved there from uh, Montana. So from a small town, six, 7,000 people, we were staff pastors uh, jumping into this, this trafficking world, man. It was, it was a huge transition for us. And we learned, I think we learned more than, you know, you can read books and you can, you can do, um, you know, do online courses, but being thrown into that world, working with law enforcement, with Free International, the team down there, all the outreach. I mean, you know that going on to some of these, um, these different operations where you, you read the books, you, you study cases, you do, you know, do what you can, but you really learn when you're on the street and involved in some stuff and you really, you really see the depravity. And then plus you raise your kids, uh, you know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes from right, right where you saw 10, 15 guys just uh, purchase an underage girl one after the other. Then you drive 10, 15 minutes to your house, you know, around the corner and that was, I think that was probably the thing that hit home the most uh, when we moved there to Vegas was, was how close, you know, you go to the grocery store and you go, oh, wow, just three blocks down there. We just did an operation. Something happened, you know, and to be that close, even if you were in a great neighborhood, it's not like you were in some bad neighborhood. It was a great neighborhood, uh, but just a few blocks can make a huge difference in the city and Vegas, especially. Um, but yeah, it was a wild transition for us, man. Three years we spent there. So I'm going to ask you a question that a lot of people ask me and um, I know the answer, but I want to get your take on this just because of what you just said. You know, I can train firefighters, educators, law enforcement. I meet with people all over the country in trainings I do. And they're like, you know, I'll never let my kid go to the mall again. They're never going to the bowling alley. They're, you know, they're going to get kidnapped. There's a white van cruising the neighborhood here. You are living in the town. Why were you or were you not so concerned about it being your kid there. Why was I con not concerned about it? Oh, why was I not as concerned about my kids? Yeah. Um, I think engagement, you know, we've been really, we've been hitting this with a lot of the trainings we've been doing and content we've been creating, you know, we can, we can lay out all the, the, the specific things you can do to protect your kids or we can identify vulnerable kids, but really it comes down to if you're engaged in your kid's life, you know, if you have engaged and that, that means you're actively 
involved in, in their friends and, and their, their school activities. You're involved in their online activity. You're engaged as a parent. Um, that eliminates, I would say, 80% of the risk in any kid's life is if you engage. And with our world today, culture today, busy, 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 two parents working, single parent homes, um, you think you're engaged. You want to be engaged. Uh, but the internet becomes a great babysitter. Um, school activities become a great babysitter. Friends become great babysitters. So you can just get some rest as a parent uh, to to relax or to just have some downtime after uh, the work and the, the stress. So I think engagement, I think that's, you have to be intentional about engaging in your kids' lives. And that, that eliminates about 80% of the risk. So that I think was probably why we weren't, weren't as, you know, messed up about it as other and I think you're like me. We, we've been around this enough that the majority of the victims and people that we've helped or been looking for. They're high risk. Yeah. Weren't, weren't in an abduction type situation, but more in a grooming situation, like what you're talking Absolutely. about. Knowing yeah. them online, paying attention to what's happening online with them. Um, you know, I yeah, the abductions, the that's a rare case. Yeah. That's a rare situation. Very rare. And so just because you lived in an area where the exploitation of that minor was happening doesn't really mean that that's where the minor was no no because there's great yeah yeah there's great neighborhoods and and safe neighborhoods great people the law enforcement too in vegas is just um outstanding um you know in the communities there too so absolutely yeah so tell us a little bit about what you're doing with raising kids in the trafficking world your episodes yeah. your, uh, your your story your, your training and stuff that you're doing yeah man yeah well we um Gosh, it happened, you know, this has been something that's been burning in our hearts for the last couple of years. We, we have two daughters, um, as uh, you know, we've already talked about. Um, and they're, at the time, they were both under, you know, 10 years old. And just our heart for the family. And then you see the cases of, of these kids who are being exploited the same age as your kids. And it just really, really broke my heart. And there's so much information out there on the internet there's so you know there's so much good content it's just um it's overwhelming and i think when it becomes overwhelming and there's so much content and so much information about parenting then you don't you don't take in any of it and so we just through our network this was kind of the the, the vision behind it we just um first of all we were passionate about um, raising our kids in a way that that made them immune if we can, if I can even be so bold to say that, to make that would make them immune to the sexualized culture, the pornified culture, the sex trafficked culture in our, our, our um, world we're living in. How can we, you know, our question was, how do we make our girls immune to this? Because we're not going to be around them 24-7. And uh, we're not parenting experts either. You know, we're not psychologists. I'm not a counselor. So how do we, how do we do this as parents? And so we just dove in ourselves and said, hey, what can we do? And that's really how this started. Um, this uh, content creation, basically, this resource started to to formulate, and you know, we just said, "Hey, what's the venue? Um, how are we going to connect?" And uh, we just we put it out there, and we were blown away by how many parents and even grandparents jumped on board and said, "Hey, we want, you know, we want to know how do we raise our kids um, in the sex trafficked world? How do we do this?" And uh, we just began to to put it together. So yeah, we and. And we've been amazed. We've had over 500 people uh, sign up on our email list to be a part of it. And then the responses, this is what surprised me, was the responses. We always put discussion questions, just kind of thought-provoking questions 
uh, for you to ask yourself at the end. And uh, we do it with a video and then an email content portion. And um, we've had literally dozens and dozens of emails come back, people answering those questions. Everything from uh, people just telling us their stories about abuse um, yeah. in their own lives and how they were, they felt like they were vulnerable at a point and, and not trafficked, but abused and things that they're doing and, and ideas. And we've, we've actually learned so much from the responses from, from this uh, um, content creation. This, it's an email list, you know, that people sign up for and we send out a video and an email every Friday. Uh, and it's just been, it's been cool to, to see that be a real community and not just something we're throwing out there going, is this even something that somebody wants or is it just us? Um, it's been really cool. So well, that's what I love about what you guys are doing. Um, you've been with me when we've done a lot of these parent nights and we're trying to train and yeah. educate parents. There is no way in an hour or even two hours that you can really get in what re a parent really needs to know about yeah. keeping your kids safe. So I love the fact that this is just a continual resource that parents can be a part of and, and listen and grandparents. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's the key, you know, just small bite-sized portions that, that, you know, there's a three minute video, two minute video of me just like this chatting it up about the subject or content uh, that week. And then, you know, it's uh you know, a thousand words or so um, of just uh, here, you know, here's the next phase. And I think that, that helps in a way. So it's not just a book you read and you throw it away, but it's, but it's uh, a steady drip feed of information that'll, I think help, help challenge and, and help families over the long term. Um, it's continual, you know, it's, you don't, it pops up in your email. So, I mean, uh, we all have those junk email, you know, junk email accounts where everything goes to, but I'm sure there's some people who don't dive into it, but for those who are interested, man, it's, it's really cool to, to see their responses. So yeah, we're, we're excited that we're able to do that. And in the midst of COVID, it came, you know, I think it was a, a God moment where as COVID began to shut things down, um, we began to write just list of, you know, dreams and things that we were passionate about that maybe we would be able to start creating during this season of less travel. We're not in schools and we're not, you know, doing a ton of major, major, huge outreach. And I think it was, it was time and uh, it's good. So yeah, maybe it'll turn into a book in the future, but right now, um, you know, I, it's more about the content that's king versus uh, what the packaging looks like. So if you're out there and you're interested in this, and I'm just going to tell you, there's tons of parents. If you are a parent, if you're an, or if you're an uncle or an aunt, if you're a grandparent, or you're thinking about having kids, I strongly recommend you signing up for this. Uh, you'll find the links to how to sign up to it in the show notes. And I just encourage you to do it. I know the quality of stuff this guy puts out. I know the information. Uh, him and Ashley both are are doing a superb job. And, and I've worked alongside of them numerous times, uh, not only in school assemblies. Andrew is a school assembly presenter with Say Something. And he's a lot of fun. He's a lot to, to hang out with. But at the same time, we, we deal with a lot of uh, stiff, hard issues. And it's really hard to put things in a way that people can comprehend what we actually see or what we have to deal with in a way. Um, the last thing we want to do, my, uh, Wendy, she has this favorite saying is just she likes to rescue kids before they need rescuing. Yeah. yeah kind of goes back to really that. Others goes back to that other saying of, you know, um, what is it? Awareness is better than recovery. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, oh gosh, I just forgot the quote, but he said it's better to, to build strong children than it is to repair broken men. Yeah. And uh, I love that quote. That's, that's Martin Luther that's, King Jr. 
Uh, is it? Uh, yeah, I forget I who it is. it is. Yeah, we'll have to, we have to look that up. Have to look yeah, we it need up, to but, look that one up. Yeah, but uh, uh, but uh, you know, Andrew, you've been it. you've been doing some other things on uh, uh, in the fight for human trafficking. Uh, you yeah. actually lead teams, let let them have experiences in Las Vegas. Uh, where, where we actually lead uh, mission teams that you can come in and mm-hmm. and do that. They've kind of been on pause for COVID, but that will be opening up again here pretty soon. Andrew is the lead on that. And, uh, we'll have also links to that, the website that you can go to for that as well. But uh, you're involved in some other ventures as well that's helping fight human trafficking, right? Like uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, heck yeah, man. Um, thanks for mentioning it. We, um, my brother and I actually, my brother is a, um, a pastor in Amarillo, Texas, and he's a, he's a roast master, passionate coffee hipster, um, lover of the beard, uh, grooming oil and all things, uh, Instagram and hipster. And so we got together and just, you know, family event and started talking about the possibility of starting a coffee roasting company. And, uh, this about a, a little over a year ago, we launched into the process of, uh, starting a coffee roasting uh, business uh, that's mainly uh, strictly e-commerce. So you order online at dunorthcoffeeroasters.com. But uh, we wanted to focus on making a difference. I think that businesses, um, you know, can can do mission as well. And um, so we started Do North with the the mission to um, send all of the profits to uh, fight sex trafficking. And uh, we're actually just getting ready to switch over to a couple new organizations to give that money to. At first, we obviously started with Free International and with Say Something, um, and um, money's been piling up generously to send out. But uh, we, uh, yeah, we just decided, hey, we're going to start this, launch this, and it's been it's been amazing, man. It's been cool to see how many people jump on board and say, hey, yeah, we'll order coffee from you guys, and you know that it's going to a good cause. You know, it's not a new idea. Tom's Shoes, I think, was the first one who really, really went huge. Um, with this idea and there's obviously tons of coffee roasters out, but yeah, man, we've been uh, blown away by the coffee um, lovers out there who want really good coffee um, that comes from, you know, great farms. That's a fair trade. And then we turn around, roast it, and then um, send the profits to anti-trafficking work. So yeah, check it out. Do North coffee roasters.com. We'd love to love to connect with anyone who's interested in a coffee lover. So heck yeah. And I'm going to tell you, it's, not only doing a great work, but it's really good coffee. I got a bag from them and dude, it is really good. Um, yeah, man, I'll send you some more too. Hey, sounds like a winner <laughs> to me. I'll take, you know me, I love coffee, so it works good for me. Yeah, uh, Andrew, man, it is, it's so awesome to have you on here today. Uh, I hope you'll come back. Yeah, man. Loved hanging out with you for a few minutes and chatting it up and, uh, man, anytime would love to, and we'll have you, uh, featured on the YouTube channel. We'll put links to, uh, what we're doing on YouTube. Uh, I think on here is what you said, and we'll have you over there at some point again, too. I think we've already had you once, but we'll have you again and uh, talk about Bald Logic as well. So, yeah, man, it, we, man, you know Bald Logic likes to be anywhere uh, that it can be, and, and with, especially with the bald heads. So I uh, really love having you on. Look forward to it. Hey, give Ashley and the kids our love, man, and, do. and let them know that we love them. Uh, just want to thank all you guys for listening. Uh, our downloads are increasing and going all around the world so hey shout out to my listeners in ireland thank you guys for downloading and listening in france man we love having you guys and especially all you right here in the good old us of a love having you on here uh if you could 
after listening to this, we ask you to give us a five-star rating because you know what? Our fans and listeners are five-star fans. So we would rate you the same way if we could. So we love you being a part of this. We also want to thank uh, Bark, the app. Bark has been uh, Bark.us has been a, a proud supporter and, and helper with Say Something School Assemblies. And just like what Andrew was talking about today, if you uh, want to keep your kids safe online, if you're looking for something, uh, we get asked that question a lot. Andrew and myself, we go numerous places and parents are always, what's one of the greatest things that we can do to help with our kids? And trust me, we have researched and looked and looked and looked. And literally talking to cyber specialists that also work with Interpol, they have highly recommended Bark.us, and I'm going to tell you what, what I'm finding out about it, what we're learning about it. It is a super way to know what's going on with, with your students. It gives them enough that they can communicate without having to know uh, every message or everything that's happened on their social media, but the good side of it is this here. Uh, anytime that someone is bullying them, something is said that is explicit, anything that would sound like a recruitment, a threat, anything like that, you get a notification of that, that you can intervene. They actually have statistical numbers that prove that they, uh, how many school shootings have been adverted, how many suicides have been adverted, how many overage predators were adverted from actually talking to kids uh, through their social media. So if you will go to the website, bark.us, or you can click the link in show links and, uh, and log into it, you can get a free trial, but you also have two different ways to subscribe. And the most expensive is $20 a month. So how much is your kid worth? I mean, Netflix is that. So I would say, and the, uh, encourage you to do that. But at the same time, if you'll use the promo code, say something 10, you'll get a 10% discount uh, for signing up with it. And you also help say something school assemblies and the bald logic podcast. So we thank you today, Andrew. We thank you today. We'll catch you next time on bald logic podcast.